Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 115 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes and I've been looking forward to this introduction because there has been some exciting news in the last uh, couple weeks. I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about, but before we get to that, I want to give you all an update on my personal plans for the summer because uh, so many of you have asked and I, I do appreciate you reaching out and uh, and your concern for uh, for my my uh, my cruises this summer. Um, as I've previously announced on the show, we were planning to sail on the maiden voyage, which was originally scheduled for June 9th. When it was postponed to mid-July, I I knew it was going to present a challenge for me when uh, with my work schedule. But I was I was really holding out hope that I could somehow still make it happen. Unfortunately, that was not the case, and we were forced to cancel our cruise on the maiden voyage. Uh, there <clears throat> there really aren't words to describe the disappointment, the frustration, and the sadness that I that I felt about this decision, and and am still feeling, to be honest. Um, I, ever since the, the new ship was announced all those years ago, uh, being on the maiden voyage of, of this ship was was all that I've wanted. So uh, really sad about that. We will not be on the maiden voyage. However, uh, a few months back, I was lucky enough to be invited on a preview cruise that will be sailing in the days before the maiden voyage. Uh, so we will be on that cruise. Um, that one's only a three-night cruise and uh, will allow me to, <laughs> to miss a lot fewer days of work. Um, and, and as it gets closer and, and more and more information about the wish uh, comes out, my excitement level is, is building exponentially. Uh, I am getting so excited for this, but if I'm being honest, I'm also a bit uh, anxious about it. It's uh, like I said, it's only a three night cruise. Um, and so there's going to be a lot to experience in a short amount of time. And I'm, I'm feeling this, this weight to kind of experience it all so that I can uh, share it with all of you. But um, at the end of the day, I I can't wait to cruise on this new ship, and uh, <laughs> you should all be prepared for an explosion of Disney Wish content. Not just for me, but from other people who uh, are going to be experiencing this ship over the over the next uh, month or two. 
If you aren't already, please be sure to follow me on all my social media accounts. I'm most active on Twitter and on Instagram, but you can follow me on Facebook as well. Uh, but that's where you're going to get a lot of the updates. So, so follow me there so you don't miss out on anything. And speaking of the Disney Wish, the ship was delivered to Disney Cruise Line on June 9th, which officially expanded the fleet to five ships. Um, I, I'm sure it was just a coincidence, but I, I find it uh, a bit ironic that the, the ship was officially turned over to Disney Cruise Line on the date that it was originally supposed to sail its maiden voyage. Um, and as of the time of this recording, the, the wish is en route to the U.S., making a quick stop in Portugal um, before making her way across the Atlantic to Port Canaveral. She is scheduled to arrive on Monday, June 20th. And Port Canaveral actually announced uh, a, uh, a week or two ago a few event dates uh, for the arrival of the Wish. So on the 20th, um, a fireboat and tugboats will be escorting the ship into the port with, you know, with the traditional water salute along with some other special effects. Uh, on June 29th, there will be a christening ceremony and then, of course, the, the maiden voyage on July 14th, which will include another escort and a, a water salute. I'm sure there will be some fireworks and stuff like that. If you're in the area uh, on any of those dates, it might be worthwhile for you to pop over to the port to, to check out the ceremonies. I wish uh, I could be down there. I, no pun intended. I wish I could be down there. Uh, but I honestly, I, I can't believe that we're, we're at this point. It feels like it's been a long time coming, and I, I can't wait for this ship to join the fleet and to hear about, uh, about everyone's experiences on board. Um, I'll be I'll be taking in as much as I possibly can to share it with all of you when I get back. Um, I also have a special guest lined up who will be sailing on the christening cruise, which I am really excited about. So uh, lots lots of good stuff coming. There was some other non-wish related news uh, in the last couple weeks that I, I feel is uh, worthwhile. Um, one big announcement was the return of the It's a Small World Nursery. Uh, I know a lot of people have been waiting for this, so it's a, it's great to see that it's finally coming back. Reservations for that will be available for pre-booking based on Castaway Club status um, on cruises departing in October and beyond. So still a little ways away, but at least there's a, a, a date for, uh, for its return. Disney Cruise Line also announced that it will be transitioning to usage type based internet plans on board. There have been reports that Disney Cruise Line has contracted with a new internet service provider and new access plans will start to become available on board. Um, these uh, appear to have been rolled out on the Disney Magic and there are three plans that are currently being offered. Uh, the first one is called Stay Connected, which starts at $10 a day. Uh, the next one is Basic Surf at $20 a day, and then Premium Surf at $30 a day. Uh, it appears that they offer various internet speeds that allow you to do different things depending on the tier that you purchase. So uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see if this offers a, a better connectivity experience on board. And, I mean, it's it seems like it can only uh, go up from the way that it used to be, but it's great to see that, uh, that this, this is something that's happening. 
And finally, another thing that has been missing since the original shutdown is the pre-booking opportunity for the princess meet and greets. Uh, the princess gatherings, which will now be called royal gatherings, will once again be available for pre-cruise booking beginning 30 days prior to departure for sailings uh, departing mid-July and beyond. So between the, the princess gatherings and the return of the nursery, I... I think that's everything that we've been waiting to to return. Um, is there is there anything else? Maybe maybe the official Castaway Key five k. I, I think it would be great for uh, to see that come back. I, I tried to think of other things, but I, I couldn't come up with anything else. So if you think of something that I uh, that I left out, please let me know. Um, lots of exciting stuff going on related to Disney Cruise Line. And speaking of exciting stuff, let's get to this week's show. As we all know, a Disney Cruise vacation is a great way to spend time together as a family. I love cruising with my kids and you can't put a price on seeing the joy on their faces throughout the cruise. But if I'm being honest, sometimes it's great to get away without the kids and enjoy some time relaxing, which is why I also believe that a Disney cruise is a great way for adults to get away and enjoy themselves, especially if you are Disney fans. Uh, the last time I talked on this show about an adults-only cruise vacation, it was after my wife and I got back from a cruise in November 2019, and before that, you'd have to go way back in the episode archives, um, so I thought it'd be fun this week to get some fresh perspective uh, from a couple who just returned from adult from an adults-only getaway, so I'd like to welcome Kira and Jason onto the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Thank, for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. So you just uh, returned from your cruise. Why don't you tell me what was the cruise that you went on? And it was just the two of you traveling. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. We uh, did a Bahama cruise um, that left May 23rd on the Disney Dream. Awesome. And and do you have kids? We we do, and we've done five cruises with them. This was our gold cruise, and I actually the cruise came about because I was listening to your podcast when I was out walking, oh. and I was like, "Oh, so you can do cruises just couples?" And I came home, and I'm like, "I think this walk just cost you a lot of money." <laughs> and I said, "What do you think about going on a cruise, just the two of us, for our 20th wedding anniversary?" And he was like, "I'd be down for that." Oh wow! So we started looking, and we found this cruise, and it just happened that we were on. Castaway Key on our anniversary. Oh, that's perfect. So that's you just lined up perfect. That's yeah. awesome. Great way to spend an anniversary, and congratulations on twenty years. That's a that's a big milestone. Very Thanks. very very exciting. Um, so uh, how are you, how old are your kids? Uh, Seventeen. They're twin boys. Oh, okay. And how how did they feel about you guys going on a, a Disney yep. cruise without them? Because presumably you had brought them before, right? They've yes. always been with it. Yep. They've okay. been on the previous five. Um, they weren't thrilled, <laughs> um, but we do have a cruise with them scheduled for August to go to Alaska. Oh, nice. That, okay. That helped soften the blow. Yeah. Awesome. But then when we told them we were cruising concierge, um, <laughs> that didn't go well either. <laughs> yeah, right. I I can imagine. Have you have you been to Alaska before? No. Oh. No, it was supposed to occur going yes. into COVID. Okay. And so it's been obviously delayed. Yeah. Oh, but that... it's, it's been on the want list and 
finally pulled the trigger. Oh, you are going to absolutely love that. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So you said it was your first cruise as a gold, as gold Castaway Club members. Congratulations on that milestone. Um, what other cruises have you taken? Um, so the five Disney were Western Caribbean, two Eastern, Southern Caribbean, and then a Bahamas cruise. Oh, wow. Okay. So nice. we've been on the magic, the fantasy, now the dream, and then the wonder will be for us oh, our grand slam till the wish is out. <laughs> right, right, right. That's well, that's that's awesome. So uh, that's a lot of variety, uh, which is great. What, um, not to put you on the spot, did you have a favorite uh, port of call in, in the Southern Caribbean cruise? Um, if I'm completely honest, my favorite's Castaway. Okay. Did anywhere? Yep. That would be the place, yeah. but um, we loved Antigua. Yeah, Antigua was picturesque. Yeah, uh, one of the taxi drivers mentioned that they have 365 beaches, so the challenge is one a day. Oh wow! I would love to take that challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds like my kind of challenge. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I I had not heard that fact before, so uh, that's a good one. I like that. Um, great. Uh, so. You mentioned you sailed concierge for, is, was this the first time that you had done it before? Yes. Yeah. So what, I guess, what was the, what was the draw to sailing concierge? Was it just, it was two of you, so it was going to be less expensive and you wanted to try it? Or, you know, was there other, was there other things it, that you were I, looking forward I think to? as soon as we saw that Castaway was on our anniversary and concierge for the two of us wasn't that much of an upcharge, to be able to get a cabana on Castaway, that was the biggest draw. Yeah, okay. Awesome. And I, I want to get into all that, but we'll save that uh, for a little bit later. So I want to talk about your – say yeah, that again? for concierge now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Once you once you do it, you, you can't go back. So oh. I uh, it sounds like maybe you, you will be in that camp as well. Mm-hmm. Um so before we get into your cruise, I wanted to just kind of talk about your arrival into Orlando. Did you arrive the day of your cruise or did you um, did you get there, uh, you know, beforehand? Yep, we went in a day early, um, which we've typically done on all of our yeah. cruises. Just with airlines, you never know. For sure. Uh, we like to plan that. So, you know, while we are in Wisconsin, worst case, a plane gets, a flight gets canceled, we could hop in the car and get there in time. Um, so we always try to go down the day before. So we did go down. Um, we actually hit Epcot. We oh, took nice. a mm-hmm. And then stayed at Wilderness um, Lodge that night. Um, had rented a car and then drove over to the port the next morning. Perfect. And did you drop the car off at Port Canaveral? Like, did you return it at Port Canaveral or did you keep it at Port Canaveral and then drive it back to the airport after? We kept it, parked it there, and then we drove it back because we had a later flight coming back. So we spent the day on the return side at Epcot. Oh, and nice. Disney, Disney Springs. Springs. Okay. Very cool. Are you guys annual pass holders or are you just by – oh, okay. You are – okay. Yep. Very cool. That's that's the way to do it. That's a that's a that's an awesome way to to we you know just, yeah to book we end your cruise down there in March for twelve days. Oh um, wow! Just, our boys at a swim meet down there, and so and we're DVC, so we stayed. We were there for quite a long time in March, so we had hit everything. We happened to be at Epcot when Guardians opened. Wow! Um, so did you get to experience it? We stopped, him, we we stopped in to in. try to get a uh, boarding pass, but 
No, no luck. luck. Okay. No luck. <laughs> no, on either on either visit. Well, it opened the day we came back. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So we oh, had one that's too bad. Yeah. Opening day, it was it was, it was pretty zooey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess before we get into the kind of the specifics of your cruise, can you just talk a little bit about your concierge experience? So, you know what what did you enjoy about it? What would you say are the main advantages? Um, things like that. Um, I think the biggest advantage was the onshore help prior to the cruise. You know, like I said, be able to get that cabana was huge. Um, Palo. Yeah, we got reservations at Palo, all the drink mixologies that we wanted to do or tastings that we wanted to do. Um, any little request, we emailed them. They responded a day or two later saying all taken care of. So they made it really easy on the front end. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't sure what to expect since we'd never done concierge on the ship. But the three concierge cast members throughout the whole cruise were outstanding. Any little thing, I mean, we wanted to change the time of a massage, they took care of it. We wanted to add another Paolo, they took care of it. It was truly, we didn't have to think about anything. Yeah. Ask and then make it happen. That's right. Yeah, we haven't uh, had the the opportunity to experience concierge yet, but everything I have heard about the the concierge um, cast members is just you know that they they are amazing and that they go above and beyond to make your make your cruise experience extra magical. So it's it's I'm glad to hear you had that experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. What about what about on board? Um, uh, like the concierge lounge? Did you did you spend much time much time in there? Well, one thing that was new that they just started doing is you could go into the concierge lounge 10 minutes before one of 15 minutes before one of the shows started in the the theater. And then they take you down a back elevator and you go in and you're seated first in the theater. And then once you're seated, then they let the masses in or the. Wow. Oh, the common folk. Yes. You know, we would walk through to go up to like the outdoor sun deck um, and grab like a drink or, you know, there was always food out. Um, So we didn't spend a ton of time in the lounge only because there's no windows. So you can't see out. Okay. So yeah, the dream is buried inside. Now you'd go through and the concierge, the the sun deck um, above it. We spent some time there. Yeah, we did. It was, there was never anybody there. It was so quiet. So this Kind of this trip, we explored more parts of the ship that we normally don't with the kids. Yeah. Um, you know, we never really went by the pool areas. We never really went by the quick service. Um, it was more hang out by the cove in the adult area or up in the concierge lounge. Awesome. Uh, tell me more about this private entrance to the Walt Disney Theater. I'm very intrigued by this. Is it, was this like an elevator that? Yeah. yeah. It, it so off service elevator. So, yeah, so, so it's it's one that's like not visible to yeah, the like to the, the general. What? Yeah. So you walk into the concierge lounge because the lounge is directly above the Walt Disney yeah. Theater, eight or nine floors or whatever. You walk in, you meet there. On the way out, there's a side cast member only door that they open up, and it's. Kind of like when you used to go to a muster station, all the white metal walls. Yeah, right, yep. You're in that area. You get into a freight elevator. It lets you out (laughs) at the top of the stairs inside the theater. And they say, pick whatever seat you want. And when you're all situated, we'll open the doors. That's pretty cool. (laughs) 
I had not heard that one before. So that's I think that's uh, new. Oh wow, yeah, that's just started that's, it. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Very we, cool. Going into it, we were actually in the lounge getting a drink, and they said, "If you want to be here at seven fifty for your show, we'll get you premiere seating." That's awesome. I <laughs> this is kind of a a silly quirk of mine and it drives my wife insane but i'm i'm one of those people that is like if i'm not lined up outside the doors 30 minutes before the show starts i'm not gonna get my perfect seat and i'm probably gonna miss out on the best (laughs) possible experience and so my wife always rolls her eyes because she's like let's all we need is a seat i mean there's all great seats in there but no i i want to be there early i want to pick out my you know my ideal seat have a great place to sit and watch um so just another reason for me to uh to you know to to bite the bullet and and try out the concierge experience yeah because like for example when we the last night was beauty and the beast we were literally seven rows back dead center that's awesome very (laughs) cool love it um and so one other thing that I guess it's sort of related to uh, staying concierge because you, you you do have that extra or that um, that special place to check in. I, I want to just talk quickly about your pre-boarding experience. Um, and this may actually be the last time I talk about this because I am sick of talking about the testing and stuff. But um, I so just tell me about your testing experience. I think you still had to do it at the port, right? Or did you have to? You weren't part of the, yeah, the port. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. So what you should know is that Jason had COVID eight days before. Oh, we, okay. Yeah. Early. So we we flew down to Florida, um, taking a gamble, not knowing that. He, I mean, we we're testing at home, and we were getting some positives, some negatives. So we. Um, we knew it was towards the end though. So we just took a gamble and you get to the port and you pull into the parking structure and there's probably 12, 12, you know, car stations that they have you pull into. There's a person at each car station with a table and all the test kits. Um, you just pull into that station and then they hand you the swab. They don't watch you swab your nose. Um, they walk around, they collect them, and then they tell you to go park up on level three or higher and watch your email. Well, the oh, problem so you're is testing before you even get into the uh, terminal. Okay. And yeah. you're in a concrete parking structure with very poor limited Wi-Fi single? and limited Oh, oh. You're like you see everybody walking around yeah. holding <laughs> up trying to get yeah. <laughs> yeah. trying to get the email. Yeah. And then you hear all these this cheering as people's emails come yeah. through. Okay. So and then you yeah. just walk in. Okay. Oh, because yep. it's on your phone, um, wh- you know, whether you passed or not, right? Yep. 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 So doesn't, doesn't Disney Cruise Line have a policy about not having to test if you had a, if you had a positive test within the last 90 days? Or was it because you didn't like... So they cut it off at 11 days. Oh, it's 11 I days. Test, I tested positive on the 10th. Oh, <laughs> I see. Oh, okay. So I just <laughs> missed it. But our son, one of our sons that had it... And based on when he started testing negative, it was a pretty good chance that I was going to be fine. Got it. And I was outside of our quarantine. I didn't have any symptoms. Yeah. But I would get, you know, two negative tests and then one positive. Oh, that's so stressful. So, yeah, (laughs) it did add a layer of stress going down there. Um, But I was testing more and more negative than positive. So... Nice. 
And we the took good the news chance. is we got 90 day recovery letters for the Alaska cruise. Oh, so. perfect. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Maybe a little less, a little less stress for, uh, for that cruise. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. Yep. Um, all right. So let's, let's put that behind us. Um, let's talk about your cruise. Why don't you just, let's just start at the beginning and, you know, have you guys kind of walk through, uh, walk through your experience. Yeah. So I think once we finally got the email and a lot of stress was released, <laughs> um, walked across the end of the terminal, the one downside I would say with, if you can say downside to concierge, since the last time we had been at Port Canaveral, they have redone the terminal. Yep. We wanted to look around, check it out, but oh. we walked through, checked in, walked into the concierge area, and she said, you're ready Time to, to board. Time to get on, yeah. Time to get on the ship. Yeah. So we had a fleeting glance of the terminal. But what, what were your – sorry to cut you off. What were uh, your impressions of the terminal? It looked great. Yeah. Uh, and it looked – I mean, it looks It looks new. It looks like it's been updated. Like, you know, if – It looked refreshed, Yeah, yes. okay. It's awesome. the same, awesome. I think, basic theme, yeah. but it's updated. Yeah. Newer. Yeah. Okay. Kira, you were going to say something before I, I cut no, you off. And, and so we are typically, um, we head right to Cabana's type of people, yep. but they want you to go to the concierge launch. So they kind of whisk you to the concierge launch, which was in the Royal Palace, yep. um, okay. which actually was nice because then the concierge hosts come around and say, is there anything we can do for you? Anything we can change? And then that's where you can add your massages or, you know, facials or anything additional you want to add there. And they just take it all take care of it for you so okay. yeah kind of go through your they've got a laptop with your schedule and say is this still good what do you want to change anything you want to modify add um the only thing they couldn't specifically add was the spa because it's a separate oh yep but they had a spa representative at the luncheon and they would just call them over and they scheduled whatever you needed oh okay and then when we were done eating our room was ready yep. nice yeah. That's always really helpful. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, First, the mustard drill, which is so nice now. Yeah. So I hope nice. they don't go back to the old way. I don't think they will. I, I really don't. I think uh, this is sort of the way of the future. Um, yep. So, yeah, it, yeah. I, from all from everything that I've heard, it's a, it's a great, uh, great update. Yep. So the sail-away parties are back. Is that right? Was the sail-away party going on? Yes, it was. Um, we watched a little bit of it from the upper deck. Yeah, just kind of walking around the ship, but it was it was good to be back on the ship and just seeing Mickey and his gang mm-hmm. out dancing for the sail away. Yeah, we've said. Yeah. When uh, when when was the last time you had sailed um, prior to this cruise? Was it pre COVID <laughs> or had you been? Yeah, pre COVID. All right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then you know we've been looking forward to Alaska for the last three right. years, yep. oh, maybe this year, maybe this year. So it was definitely nice to walk back onto the ship. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what about dining? Did you, uh, did you eat in any of the main dining restaurants or was it specialty dining the whole time? Um, we, <laughs> so we had originally scheduled a Palo brunch just cause we've heard everybody rave about those. Oh, you hadn't done it yet. Oh, no, okay. Palo. We hadn't done Palo at all. Oh, all so right. Oh, wow. Scheduled okay. a Palo brunch, and then we scheduled a Palo dinner on, on our anniversary. Okay. Um, so the first night we ate in the dining room, the second night we ate in the dining room, and then after the second night, 
And it's, it's not anybody's fault. It's just, we're, we were traveling by ourselves. We didn't, we weren't in the kid mindset because our kids weren't with us. We were right next to a table of 14 with nine kids that they just let them enjoy themselves, which is perfectly fine. So then we went back up to concierge and say, is there any openings for Paolo the third night? (laughs) (laughs) Just because that's what we were looking for in this group. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I mean, we've been that family before when we travel with friends and all the kids. It just wasn't what we were looking for on this one. So then the rest of the time we ate in Paolo. Okay. What were your impressions of Paolo? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Way yeah. too much food. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had the same server for all three meals in there, and she was fantastic. Oh, that's nice. We pretty yeah. much went with her recommendations every night. Okay. And okay. it was awesome. Yeah. So, like, for the brunch, we each had a soup. We eat uh, tomato bisque soup. Um, we had yeah. a – we. We ordered the flatbread thinking, okay, it's a little flatbread that we should. It was a full 16-inch pizza. <laughs> um, we had ordered three entrees because we heard the Parmesan chicken is outstanding, the lasagna is outstanding, and was it a veal? We, we did a veal. And a veal, and all three were fantastic. We each had a dessert, so we didn't really need to eat that night. <laughs> right. we just... But then we went to a tequila, tequila tasting later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, good way to finish off the night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were very impressed with Paolo. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. What about um, stage shows? Did you attend uh, all of the shows in the Walt Disney Theater? Um, not everyone. So the f- we did the first night was the Golden Mickey's. We had we, never seen that. Before. We'd never oh, seen okay. that. Did that one. One of my favorites. It's a really yeah. old one, but I, 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 it was I love really, it. It was done really well. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's creative, right? It's, it's yeah. kind of a, I love the storyline and I, you know, I'm a sucker for the, um, classic Disney songs with, you know, with Disney characters on stage. Like I, you can't really mess that up in my opinion. No. Yeah. And it's a good way to get all the main characters and yes. main songs yeah. into a show that everyone wants to hear. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The second night was Believe, and we had already seen that, so we didn't go to that. Okay. It was supposed to be Beauty and the Beast. Right. Um, but it got in the afternoon, they canceled it. We oh. were so sad. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, because that's Kira's favorite movie and has been looking forward to see that. Wait, so you didn't see the show at all? Well, they said we're it's a technical difficulty. We're hoping to get it on the last night. And whatever the issue was, they didn't tell us, but they were able to fix it. And they got the show on the last night. Oh, good. How, what did you think of Beauty and the Beast? Oh, it was so good. It was yeah. so good. Up till this one, Aladdin was our favorite. Okay. Beauty and the Beast blew it out of the water. It's um, it amazes me what what they're able to do with that show. It just I was just watching it. Just obviously the storyline I love and the music and the, you know and the actors, but just what they were able to do on stage on a cruise ship, I was just like blown away. It was, yeah. it's well, uh, that, the technical difficulty was one of the floors that moves up and down wasn't working. Oh. So in Mickey's, the whole Milan scene was cut out. We didn't even know it cause we'd never seen it. Oh, and then there was oh. another clip in beauty and the beast that apparently was cut out because of the stage. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, but they were able to go on go on without it though. Yep. Well, Thank good. goodness, because I would have been so sad if we couldn't have seen that. Yeah. Ugh. 
definitely. So what was the order of your cruise? Did, was it, uh, so it was a four-night cruise, is that right? So did yep. you go Nassau, Day at Sea, Castaway Key? Uh, Nassau, Castaway, then Day at Sea. Oh, that's the perfect way to do it. So what about your day in Nassau? Did you get off the ship or did you just spend time around the ship? Nope. Since we had been in Nassau on previous cruises, we decided to stay on the ship. The The theme going into this is we wanted to relax. Yes. This, we're getting away. Let's just relax. So we spent the day on the ship. We had massages. Uh, massages. We had the Palo brunch scheduled. We went up to the concierge lounge, read books up on the sun oh, deck, nice. um, did a tequila taste, tequila and margarita tasting. So we just kind of laid low on the ship. Cool. Did you guys try the rainforest room? No, we no, didn't. we did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Next, next adults only cruise. You should, yeah. you should yeah. give the rainforest room a shot. It's a, it's a fun experience and it's, it's super relaxing. Um, so I, you know, that's something I definitely recommend. So just spent time around, uh, around the ship mm-hmm. doing a lot of relaxing on your, uh, on your Nassau I day. And it was pretty quiet. Yeah. Say that again. Uh, on the Nassau day, there weren't many people oh. around. It was really quiet. Oh, that's great. So it was that's, nice. That's awesome. Very nice. <laughs> Are you? Did you? Uh, did you experience the aqueduct at all on your adults-only getaway? This time, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've done it on <laughs> yeah. previous cruises, yeah. but no, not this time. Okay, gotcha. Uh, great. Anything else about your NASA day? Um, I was very impressed with. And I can't remember his name for the tequila tasting the history they gave us on tequila um and pointers he he did a very good job started off with showing everyone how to do a shot of tequila and then is there a special way how to do a shot of tequila he he mixed it with um soda slam it so it fizzes and then you take it and he said okay now that you've done that never do that again (laughs) That's not how you're supposed to take tequila. You're supposed to just sip it and then proceeded to talk about the higher quality tequila that we were sipping. Okay. okay. Um, but then ended it with a chocolate margarita that described, I don't know if it would sound good, but it was outstanding. Okay. okay. It was a Godiva dark liqueur um, for the chocolate, and it was fantastic. It was really good. All right. All right. So where, that's a tasting we've never done before, and it was. Where, it was did, quite, it t- where did it take place? That was in uh, Skylounge. Skylounge. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So, Castaway Key, was this your first cabana experience? Yes. Oh, man. So, we tell- actually stayed on the family, family side. side with the previous cruises because we always had our kids with us we, yep. and had a great time. But it was nice to explore the adult side, um, just to see what's different. Um, but the cabana was outstanding. Yeah, so were you? So you were on a cabana on the um, the uh, Serenity Bay side. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Tell us about your cabana experience. It was it was wonderful, and it was. I mean, the only thing missing in the cabana is the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you've got a stack filled with water yeah. and soft drinks. Yeah. Yeah, we were pretty close to the bar. Mm-hmm. Plus, there were always waiters walking around. Yeah, if you wanted a drink, um, cookies too was right there. The view looking out into Serenity Bay was 
picturesque. I mean, it also helped. We didn't have a cloud in the sky. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It was gorgeous weather. Yeah. So, I think the only thing about Serenity Bay that I don't necessarily like is that you can't see the ship while yeah. you're sitting on the beach. And there's just something about that backdrop when you're sitting over on the family Absolutely. beach. And so we rode our bikes and like went to Pelican Point to take pictures and stuff. But that's the probably the only thing that I didn't like about it. But otherwise, we had a, our cabana was great. And the water was really, really warm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it, the water was great. When so. you when you went to get your bikes, did did you feel like a like a VIP? You just have to like flash your wristband and say, yep. I'm, "I'm in the cabana." And they, you know, they. Well, I think he saw us coming from there. We just walked up and he said, "Take those two. Oh yeah. We, oh really? We didn't do anything. Oh, that's funny. So I that was like one of the things that I that just sticks out of my mind. It just. I don't know. You felt different having this thing on your wrist because, you know, well, we were on the family beach when we did it. And we had our kids with us. So we, we rented like the the tubes and we got um, the snorkel gear and we got the bikes. But, you know, I, you just had to go up and show them your wristband and uh, mm-hmm. everything was was taken care of. So I thought that was fun. But the one thing that I wanted to mention about the cabanas is so we did it with our kids and it was by far the best day at Castaway Coup we've ever done. But I can imagine being you know just my wife and i in a cabana like total relaxation you know just having a full day on castaway key with the loungers and you know the beach area the beach chairs like that is something that is still on my bucket list to have a cabana just you know just to share with my wife and i we stayed as long as we possibly could yes one of the last ones off the island that's that's <laughs> we usually are we always stay as long as we can but i think we we definitely max out our time this good, time yeah <laughs> That's that was what we did too. I was like, if we're gonna if we're gonna pay for this thing and 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 have this experience, we are gonna get off the second they say we can, and we're gonna come back uh, right as they're closing the you know That's closing the, closing the door. Yep. So yep. awesome, nice. So it sounds like you would you would do the cabana experience again. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never talked to anybody that says nah. I wouldn't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It's kind of a well, kind of a. So you've got a bunch of little kids where the sun's beating down all day. It's a good place to just group. That was the other, so that yes, I'm glad you brought that up. That was the best part about having it with my kids is just a, a chance to get out of the sun and you know, obviously there are ways to do it, but to have it have a private place where you could get out of the sun and just kind of hang out underneath the, uh, you know, inside the structure was, was a huge, uh, advantage of the cabana. So yeah. Awesome. Um, anything else about Castaway Key? Um, no, I mean, it, it was Castaway. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and it helps when you have amazing weather. It's, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's it's not a wasted day when you have bad weather, but it, it's different when you've. I don't know if you've ever been to Kasawaki when when it's you know when it's rained or been overcast or, or windy or whatever. But in cloud once, otherwise we've lucked out and always had really really good yeah, weather. That's awesome. I think we've only had rain one time out of all the times we've been there, so we've been really lucky too. So, mm-hmm. all right, um, and then you ended with a day at sea, which is always so nice to have when you're finishing up your cruise the worst thing to me is when you're ending with castaway key because you come off of this like high after yep. being on the island and i like i gotta what i gotta pack up to go home now like th- this isn't the way this is supposed to go so at least you know when you're a day at sea you gotta get to uh post 
postpone that a little bit when you come back on from Castaway Key. So tell us a little bit about your uh, your day at sea. Um, again, it was a lot of relaxation. We, we got facials. Yeah. Oh, nice. Facials and shave. Um, yeah. We had Palo dinner. We did – we didn't do much else that mm-hmm. day. We just sounds lounged. Like a, sounds like a good day to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beauty and the Beast was that night, so we okay, went to, yep. went to yep. that. But, yeah, that was – it was lots of just relaxation. Yeah. I think the majority of that concierge lounge, the sky deck that year, we were one of two people up there. Really? There afternoon. just weren't many people up there ever. Wow. Okay. Man, I was that's, surprised. That's great. Um, and are you, did you spend much time on your veranda? Do you spend much time on your veranda on your cruises? Yeah. Most mornings we spend time out there and then kind of before dinner we would relax out there, grab a drink from the concierge lounge and just sit on our veranda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause it was also pretty smooth sailing. It was very oh, yeah. It was like glass. So it was fun sitting out there. Great. And especially Great. on the day at sea, I mean, cause if you think about it from Castaway back to Port Canaveral is not that far. Cause right. you can get Nassau that first day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they were going so slow that we were going with the direction of the waves and it wasn't that windy, and the waves were passing the ship. So <laughs> there was not much movement at all. Wow, okay. So it was That's nice. a very right. peaceful ride. Yeah. So I get asked all the time if I think sailing concierge is worth the cost. And <laughs> that's a, it's a hard position for me to be put in because I've never sailed concierge. Um, but I rely on, you know, families like you to, uh, to tell me whether it is worth the Talk, experience. Yeah, we talked about it and we said if like now was the right time to do it. I don't know that we would have done it when our kids were littler because you spend so much time in the family areas and those pools within your kids are little that I don't think, and your kids don't, I don't think our kids would have benefited from the concierge lounge. They were never around. They are always playing basketball or swimming or doing something. But now that we're older and they're older, I feel like it's definitely worth. Yeah. I think a lot of it depends on what you're looking for in the cruise. Like if you're, if you're adamant you want a cabana, a castaway, then concierge is the way to do yep, it. The way to do it. Yep. If you want to schedule a bunch of excursions that may fill up, concierge is the way to do it. Um, but I think also it depends on which cruise you're taking, because for us on a four night, it wasn't that much of a bump. Sure. On a seven, eight, or nine night, it might be a bigger chunk definitely like it, it depends on what you're looking to get out of it would we def would we do it again definitely oh we are for alaska <laughs> yeah, we actually <laughs> oh you're yeah. doing it for alaska yeah. oh we good for you two concierge because of this trip so you're really gonna love the concierge experience in alaska because the, the deck the concierge deck on the wonder is set up perfectly for the alaska experience and uh what month are you going in did you say august August. Okay. Oh, it's you are just gonna have an amazing time, and and the concierge experience I think is gonna make it that much that much better for Alaska. So that's that's really yeah, exciting. Concierge cast members had come from the Wonder. Okay. Was talking to us about the lounge and the windows and the views. Was Glenn? <laughs> was Glenn one of the? Uh... No. No. I think he's still on the Wonder. So. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's he's. 
well, from what I hear, he's one of the one of the best, and I think he is on the wonder. So okay. you'll get to you'll get Good. to interact with him uh, this summer. So wow, that's that's really exciting. Um, I was gonna say one more thing about that, but I. I don't remember what it was. Well, and on that one, we're staying in a one-bedroom. Oh, nice. So, and the, but our kids don't know, so <laughs> we're surprised with that. Nice. So, yeah. Well, that'll be that'll be an amazing experience. I, yeah, because yeah, they get older, they get bigger. Um, right, you need more space. Yeah, yeah. So are I'm, you are you doing? And you may not know this off the top of your head. Are you doing the? itinerary that has icy straight point or skagway skagway okay mm-hmm. awesome it's gonna be an amazing cruise i i'm really <laughs> i i don't i i, I, I went to concierge just to get dawes glacier so we got that excursion oh nice oh yeah. yes and okay. i think what was really neat is that um we're going with some family members who aren't staying in concierge but because we were in concierge we were able to book excursions and things for them ahead of time that's great for their booking window as yeah. long as, as long as we were part of it yeah awesome. so that was nice very exciting. Lots to look forward to. Um, oh, I know I was going to ask you. Are you scheduled on The Wish, or do you have any plans to cruise on The Wish? We actually don't have any plans, but that topic came up on our plane ride home. Of We should probably get one scheduled. Um, so our boys head to college next summer. Next summer. So we're going to go from a household of four down to two. So we might look at sneak into the wish while they go to college just to ease our way into empty nesters. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good way to do that. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. So uh, last question, and I know what the answer is going to be. Uh, last question, and I have a couple other things for you. But uh, Would you recommend adults only in cruise on Disney Cruise Line? Definitely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think it um, it's what we know, so it felt comfortable to us, sure. and it didn't take us any time just to ease in and settle in, and we knew where the adult-only areas were, and so I didn't feel ever that there were too many kids around. It was actually fun to see the little kids, because our kids aren't little anymore, and kind of relive some of those memories, so I 100% would recommend it. I mean, we still got in line for characters. We did. For oh, good for you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Nice. All right, last thing. I started doing this a couple, you know, couple interviews ago. Um, but uh, best thing, worst thing. Best thing about your cruise, worst thing about your cruise. Uh, you want to go first? I've got some. <laughs> I think the worst thing was the testing and the anxiety mm, yep. leading up to the testing. I just it, that. I like the way the way it's going now with the two days before, but there's just so much anxiety leading up to it. Um, and I would say. Um, the best thing was, um, I mean, the whole thing was awesome. I think, I mean, my cast, the cabana and Castaway okay. probably. Yep. Um, that would have been my number one. Number two is Paolo. We had yeah. amazing server, amazing food. It was good to experience that. Um, worst thing I would say was I was very disappointed with the selection oh, yeah. of merchandise in the shops. Ah, uh, the first night. It was bad. Um, okay. Most that would of, be a worst thing for me as well. I, yeah. I most love of the merchandise. Shirts had one or two sizes, either an extra small or a triple X. Um, a lot of 5K shirts so on Castaway, which okay. 
they don't even officially run that race anymore. Right. So it seemed like they were just clearing out what they had in storage. Mm. Um, we also like to each ship we go to buy the um, atrium, statue. atrium statue and they did not have it on this one and said they had no idea when they were ever going to get it. Wow. So I was very that's disappointed. A, that's a big, uh, that's a big merchandise item. Yeah. On yeah. All the cruises. Wow. That's a good worst thing. That would definitely be uh, a disappointment for me. And just a pro tip for most Disney cruises. If you see something on the first night that you really <laughs> like, you should buy it when you see it because it likely yeah. won't be there uh, by the end of your cruise. So definitely something to, um, something to keep in mind there. And, um, as I was doing this interview, I was I think this is the first time I've had two guests on on the same uh, in the same household, which has been great. So I this was this was fun talking to you both. So I appreciate uh, I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, sharing this experience with me. I um, we're finally going to get to go on a cruise here in a, uh, a little under a month now. So we're excited about that. And um, just, yeah, can't wait to you know have these experiences and, and share them with people and just like i appreciate you guys coming on and uh, sharing your experience with me well, thanks for having thanks us thanks for having us absolutely it was uh, a lot of fun and if i don't talk to you you know informally uh, beforehand have an amazing time on your alaska cruise i i i uh, are you on Instagram or are you on? Uh, yep. Okay. Oh, we're both on Instagram and Facebook. I'll have to, I'll have to look you up and, and follow along on your trip. So yes. uh, that'll be a yes. lot of fun. All right. Well, Kira and Jason, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I appreciate it and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank you. Right, take care. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude Podcast. Please feel free to ask a question, leave a comment, drop a note, or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I could do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 